Does public speaking scare you? If you have to talk to a crowd, do your knees lock? Does your mouth go dry? Does staring at an audience full of eyeballs make you think, yeah, I am going into cardiac arrest? Well, you're not alone. Most people would rather run from a stage than pretend that everyone in the audience is naked. It never helps. We'd all rather read off our notes than memorize a thousand words. When has that worked either? But if you'd like to do a TED Talk, a TEDx Talk, or any other talk for that matter, I've got a trick that I'm pretty sure is going to help you out. Welcome back to Why Are We Shouting? With me, Jill Salzman, here to help mom entrepreneurs get down to business. I want to talk to you about business blunders, ways that mom entrepreneurs shine, and valuable lessons about growing your biz. This week, I'm going to tell you all about what it was like to give a TEDx talk, how I got it, how I gave it, and what a truly bizarre experience it was for me. Everybody always starts out by asking me how I got to do a TED talk. Am I offended by the question? No. Here's how I got the opportunity. I don't remember. I do remember meeting a wonderful man named Bart who wanted to host a TEDx conference. It would be his very best TEDx conference because it was his very first that he put together. So he wanted to invite the very best local speakers in Chicago, and somehow I got connected to him. I emailed him to say that I had an idea for a talk all about why moms make the best entrepreneurs. He asked to meet with me. So hold on, back up. Why did I email him? Because I was obsessed with TED Talks. And when I say obsessed, I mean obsessed. I listened to them religiously. I worshiped every professional speaker who managed to blow my mind with their skills because there are a lot of speakers out there and so few managed to blow our minds. Somehow Ted had figured out how to amass every amazing speaker in the world. And as a marketing gal, I was also very aware that if I was able to do a TEDx talk, it would be filmed on the interwebs and stationed there forever. Forever. It would be an experience of a lifetime. So when I met with Bart, he asked me questions any organizer should. Why did I want to talk about moms and entrepreneurship? What revelation would I provide that no TED speaker had provided before me? And most importantly, what really was my idea worth spreading? Somehow I convinced him that I was the only person in the world who knew anything about mom entrepreneurs. I wanted to prove that we were the best, we being mom entrepreneurs, better than the rest. Once Bart gave me the thumbs up, it was game on. I wrote out the script that I knew I wanted to memorize. I took a long time to write, to write again, to rewrite, to edit it, and to edit it some more. I spent countless hours memorizing it. Then I laid out all my kids' stuffed animals in front of me, and I began to practice. When you say what you've written, it comes out kind of funny. If you've ever done it before, and you speak a sentence that you've written, it just doesn't sound the same to the ear. So I edited, I spoke, I edited some more. Rinse, repeat. Over four weeks, I managed to whittle down my talk to Ted's required 18 minutes in length. I sweat bullets for two days prior to the event, 
and on the entire drive to the venue, which happened to be on a magical date, 11-11-11. I cried the entire 28 miles. The entire car ride. I was so nervous, I couldn't stop weeping. When I got to the venue, I parked, wiped my tears, pulled myself together, and walked into the venue. I sat down, I watched the venue fill up with people, and I was getting excited to jump on stage. What happened right before I went on was the stuff of movies. Are you ready for this? The speaker who went on right before me started out really strong. He'd been super cocky at all of the rehearsals, talking about how he didn't really need to rehearse. He kind of knew his stuff. It didn't really matter. He didn't need to memorize anything. And uh, I was pretty sure he was going to make me look real bad going right before me. Two sentences in to giving his TED Talk, he forgot everything. He went blank, audibly silent. So he asked the audience to bear with him while he started over. This happened three more times. He finally somehow got it together, cobbled his sentences so that they matched the slides. But he left the audience sitting in gallons of their own sweat because nerves are contagious. You'd think that would have left me thrilled to get up and show the crowd how a speaker can remember words. But it didn't work that way. His morale-killing experience killed my own. I was devastated for him. And now I'd lodged a new anxiety into my brain that I wouldn't remember a thing either. You have to know, and I should have said at the beginning, I'm a professional speaker. I've spoken on stages for 15 years. Long before that, I was standing on my kitchen table giving presentations to my family. Give me a mic and I'm the comfiest gal in the room. My ease in front of a crowd truly knows no bounds. But remember how I told you that I was Ted's biggest fan and it would be the experience of a lifetime? Well, it wasn't. Because I don't remember anything. I walked on stage and for the first time in my life, I blacked out. To this day, if I watch the talk, I have no idea how I got all those words out, why I said the things the way I said them, or how I was even standing there. I never blacked out on stage before, and I haven't ever since. What helped me throughout that strange, unique talk, that experience that will follow me forever? I prepped a lot. And I mean a lot. In the speaking world, there's this mantra Maybe I made it up. I'm not sure. But the more you practice, the less practiced you look. Entrepreneurs make the mistake of going to conferences, going to events, and seeing a professional speaker who looks really relaxed. They look like they're speaking off the cuff. And everyone in the audience assumes they never rehearsed. Let me tell you right now, we sure did. Two surprising outcomes have shown up since I gave the talk. Before I get to those, the non-surprising one is that it has indeed followed me throughout my career. It's often the first thing people see when they meet me online. It's the first impression they get of me. So I'm really grateful to have spoken to Teddy Bear so frequently before I gave the talk. The first surprise? Ted, the main conference website, ted.com, refused to post my talk. So if a TEDx or satellite conference has a great talk, TED.com will post it to their main site for all the world to see. What they explained to Bart was that they had no interest in posting mine 
because I introduced no novel idea, even if my idea was worth spreading. It was truly a bummer, one that nagged at me for months after I learned the news. The second surprise? That I had to wait six years to reap the reward I'd hoped a feature on TED.com would provide. Instead, it came from the COO of Facebook, you know, Sheryl Sandberg, who chose to feature me in my TED Talk on the homepage of her lean-in organization in 2017 for Mother's Day. It tickled me pink. In my corner of the world, I had made it. If you're ever presented with an opportunity to talk, share, pitch, present, or perform, I've got one word of advice for you. Practice. And my tool of the week is Prezi. Go to Prezi.com. That's P-R-E-Z-I.com. Why? Because you hate PowerPoints. I hate PowerPoints. Prezi is just like PowerPoint, except it's way better. Really. Sweet, sweet listeners. You've done what I asked. You've been leaving reviews. I couldn't be more grateful. So as I promised, I'm going to read to you some reviews on the air as I get them. Today, I want to read to you a five-star beautiful review by Biz Novice. It says, Jill rocks. Learn something and not be bored? F-T-W. I just want to have a private moment with Biz Novice. Uh, I had my very first dyslexic moment when I read your review because you wrote in all caps, F-T-W. I think that's for the win. But I read it backwards and I thought you wrote WTF and I got really self-conscious and I was flushed and it was a scene. Anyway, thank you so much. If you want me to read your gorgeous review on the air, go to ratethispodcast.com slash why are we shouting? You don't call, you don't write. Why not do both? Call or text me at 708-872-7878 or go to jillsalzman.com slash podcast to record a message, ask me a question, let me know what you're thinking so that I can talk to you on the air in a future episode. Shout out to Amanda, Lindsay, and Aaron for making this podcast with me. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.